Hi, I'm Jordan Laurel, and welcome to my show where we make the human experience magical through mental health, mindset, and manifestation. My story is one of radical transformation and rebirth. From depressed, disempowered, and dependent to flourishing within an incredible life I've created, this podcast is me sharing my process of overcoming and creating a magical human experience to help support you as you do the same. Tune in every Monday to feel empowered through stories, wisdom, and lots of super practical tips. Because I am proof, you can change your entire life and manifest a life beyond your wildest dreams. Welcome to the Magical Human Experience Podcast. Welcome back to the podcast, friends. It is episode number four. We are into February. Crazy how quickly this year is flying by. I'm not sure I'm happy about it, but I am really excited for February because I am headed to Paris in a week and a half for Joe Dispenza retreat. I'm literally beyond thrilled. I've been reading his book, Breaking the Habit of Being Yourself, and it's so good. It's not the magical thing of the week, but it is really magical because it really helps you if you're having any kinds of doubts, which I honestly think is normal. Sometimes, yeah, you're like, does this work? Does manifestation work? Am I delusional? Am I crazy? Is this all nonsense? And just reading the quantum physics behind manifestation and how it's like science. Yeah, really helpful for the whole belief part. So I am loving that. I'm so excited. I'm obviously going to do a podcast and share all of my takeaways from the retreat. And yeah, get that up probably. I don't know. I might be so excited. I'm taking my podcast gear with me to Paris. So I might be so excited I record there and get it up really fast. If not, I'm sure when I get back, I will get it up within the week or two after. But yeah, lots of exciting things to come. And then I am, well, you'll hear this later in the episode, but I am speaking at a retreat in Malibu that is just, I'm so excited to even be attending the parts of it I'm able to, but that is going to be exciting and yeah, lots of, yeah, lots of cool things coming up, but yeah, I wouldn't mind if things slow down just a little bit because it's getting a little insane how quickly time is flying by, but anyway, let's get into this week's magic. This week's magic is Pretty Litter and I don't have anything on this podcast sponsored yet, but they did sponsor an Instagram post. I've worked with them twice, actually. And I was like, I think this needs to be a magical thing for the podcast because it honestly is magical how this litter has literally changed. Not my life, but just my enjoyment of my home and my weekends because I hate cleaning Nico's litter box. It is so disgusting. It is like the bane of my chores, the most least desirable thing that I have to do when I'm doing chores. And I used to have to clean it every single week because he would smell so bad. And it would honestly, letting it go a full week was really just because I couldn't deal with cleaning it more often than that, but it would smell up our whole apartment. And it was just disgusting. Not what you want your apartment smelling like. And I randomly stumbled on pretty litter when I was in Target going to get him litter. And I literally bought it because it looked pretty. The bag is really aesthetic and pretty. And I love aesthetics and, you know, all about that. And so I was like, let me try this. It's pretty. The litter is like clearish white. Um... And yeah, so I tried it out. I was able to go like three weeks before having to clean his litter box and before smelling anything. I still don't even smell the litter box usually. Once in a while, he's having a, I don't know, rough digestive situation. But usually three weeks in, I still don't even smell it. It just like looks gross in there. So I clean it for his sake more than anything else. And yeah, having to clean a litter box way less frequently and 
not having to smell my cat's you know, <laughs> well, I, I did say this is not a clean podcast, so not having to smell my cat shit is great. Uh, so yeah, I am going to link a coupon code in the show notes, or I will link the litter, put a coupon code in the show notes, and yeah, if you have a cat, it's fantastic. It also helps me keep tabs on Miko's health, which is really cool. The litter changes color based on like his uh, urine's pH. <laughs> Clearly I'm not great at talking about, um, yeah, animal bodily function, fluid, substances. <laughs> uh, I haven't really had to do this before on a podcast, but anyway, it changes color based on his pee and the pH of his pee. And it's just helpful because there are certain health conditions that it can detect based off of that. And so you could save your cat's life, um, and vet bills, all that stuff just from, you know, getting an early heads up from his litter. So I'm a big fan. I've been using it since last October, I want to say. It's like a, almost a year and a half. I'm on their subscribe and save. And yeah, just it's really great. If you have a cat, definitely worth checking it out. And they sometimes will throw in like free treats or toys in the package, which Miko loves. The last one came with a toy with catnip in it. And he literally shred the thing apart in 15 minutes and was like high and rolling around and so happy. So yeah, cat loves it too. All right. Today's conversation is with Erica Stenz. And where to begin with Erica? Oh my gosh. She used to be the VP of fitness development and marketing and communications for Barry's Bootcamp as well as an instructor there. She is a fitness trainer and a nutritionist. She is an author. She is an influencer. She's a speaker. And she also founded her own wellness company called We Shred. And she goes into what We Shred does and how it works, how it's different in a really healthy way than a lot of weight loss and fitness programs are. And I just love all of her mindset in terms of wellness and her approach to it. I love her heart and her spirit. She really cares about women and women supporting women and just giving back and doing good in the world. And I just loved the conversation that we ended up having surrounding really doing fitness, wellness, nutrition in a healthy, high vibe and sustainable way. All of these kind of like secrets, they're not secrets, but I didn't know these things until the last couple of years and they have just made all the difference in my life and in hers and in her clients. So I'm really excited for you guys to hear this. And yeah, it's just, it's a great conversation. So let's go ahead and dive in. All right. Hi, Erica. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much for having me, Jordan. I've been following you. It was amazing meeting you at the Santa Monica Proper Hotel and so excited to be here. I know. I feel like the way we met was just so serendipitous. I was randomly at the proper working and you were there to meet a friend and you guys had the wrong proper. So you were at different locations. And so I got to have you, which was nice of your friend to share you, but so meant to be. Yeah. I was fortunate that my friend went to the downtown proper though. When I heard you talking about wellness, it, you know, obviously because of my wellness company, struck a conversation and here we are about what six months later this is exciting that this friendship kind of developed in such a spontaneous and random way I know I know it was really cool and then you did you got to FaceTime your your friend after so she still got some time with you <laughs> totally uh she and I we did a little virtual dinner date at, in 
our separate hotels. <laughs> That's so funny. I've totally done that before with um, just like spots in New York City when there's multiple ones gone to the wrong one because there's like four and yeah. Clarification, clarity in all areas of life, manifestation and dinner dates is very important. I would love for you to share a little bit of your story, who you are, what you're doing now, just so people can kind of get to know you a little. Where to start? I'm going to back up and talk about my bigger why first, and then we'll get into the nitty gritty. My bigger why, the mission that I would like to hopefully uh, live and die for is women supporting women. And so what I'm doing right now is to do everything I can to help women and all genders really feel empowered through my work that I do on the wellness side with We Shred My Company, which stands for we are shredding the I can'ts because we can together. And the four pillars of that is nutrition. So I've been a nutritionist now for 12 years, studied at UC Santa Barbara, also movement. As most people know me, I've been teaching pretty much every format you can think of throughout the years. I love teaching. I feel like movement is meditation for me, especially because I get out of my head when I'm teaching and it's really special. So nutrition, movement, second one, third one, mindset. And that entails a lot of work that I've done with my coach. And now what we do here, especially what you're doing, Jordan, uh, through meditation and breath work and uh, the inspiration amongst the group. And then fourth, that leads into community and accountability. So I believe that we shred, you know, like so many people think when they hear the name, we shred, they think, oh, another diet, another shred program, another fad. And we are a 360 degree approach to that. I think what differentiates our program is we're more about one's overall well-being and it takes all factors to get there. And with the support of a coach, a one-on-one coach weekly with me and also the power of community behind you, there's a reason that this works for the long haul, not just the 21-day program. It's really about long-lasting behavioral changes that lead to big, big change with the little steps, just like signing up. But yeah, I love that's what I say. Yeah, no, it's so true. I mean, I used to try dieting all the time and not only was it very short lived, but it was just terrible for my mental health and really not something that fostered a better relationship with myself or my body. So I completely agree that it's not just about the food and that there is a lot, there's nothing wrong with wanting to make changes, especially, you know, being fit and healthy really does support you showing up in every other area of your life as well as living a longer life. But definitely the way you go about that needs to be holistic and definitely healthy mentally and emotionally. Yeah. Otherwise it could go the opposite. I think that Something that also, you know, is different about our program is we don't count macros. We're not about calorie counting. We are not a starvation diet. It's unlimited amounts. Let's just educate you around what you're putting in and use the fuel that you're putting into your body as your body is your temple. Uh, Give it the the highest quality that you can give it and mindfully listen to those cues. And obviously, uh, you know, with the support of a coach helps you tweak. So yeah, this is the first question I always get. Is it like a macro-based program? Is it exclusion? No, 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 no. We're, 
It's an individual program though, with the support of a coach. So yeah, I want to understand how it's different and how it's different in a way that really is good for your mental health and supportive of your mental health, not detrimental, like so many other programs can be. And it sounds like one intuitive eating and understanding nourishment, what actually nourishes your mind and body. Yeah. I think a lot of the education around it, we have weekly educational presentations, uh, as you know, last week, we just did a whole presentation about exercise and the benefits and the cons of this versus this. A lot of people ask me, should I run or should I walk? Should I lift? Should I could do Pilates? Um, you know, all those different questions and alongside with nutrition. Um, I've heard about keto. I've heard about vegan. I've heard about paleo. I've heard about, oh, there's a million, you know, there's a million things out there. And I think that it's all about understanding your own body because there's not one diet that meets every quote unquote body. Mm-hmm. And so it's really understand, ask, it's as a coach, it's under, it's asking that person, well, how do you feel? Do you feel like you're full? Do you feel like you're alive? Do you feel like this is giving you enough calories to be able to do what it is that you love to do? And being that I've also used my body as an experiment. I've done all those things. I had one of the most amazing macro coaches out there. She won national bikini, um, you know, competitions. I, for a whole year I I had her and I learned a lot. Uh, I learned so much. And I think that there's pros and cons to it. One is if you aren't, if you're all really busy already, or if you have a lot uh, of other things, like let's say you're a mom or you're a business owner like us, or one of these other things that you aren't ready to like fully focus on, sometimes macros can lead to what we call backloading because you're going, oh, I didn't, but I didn't hit it. So I didn't hit it. And now today's a wash. And then we call that the effort spiral. So because I just messed that up, now it's like I'm in the effort spiral. And then the next day I don't feel well. And the next day I went out and the next day. And so what we call that is, you know, being really like my past. <laughs> well, yeah. It's, calories, macros, whatever random yeah. rules I set for myself. Yeah. And then it's like, I, I'm trying, I'm trying, but I can't catch up. And that leads to unrealistic expectations. Yeah. So, so much better to do like 90% of what you were hoping for, for the day, or to just do something that day, whether it's movement or eating healthy, than to like not do it at all or trash it or just get off track because you're beating yourself up so much. Yeah. I think that there's nothing against understanding macros. Macros are proteins, fats, and carbs, Mm -hmm. carbohydrates, the three macronutrients. So I don't think that, I think in education around how many grams of calories per carb, and because it's science, calories in versus calories out, though, obviously, I think that what I've done in the past 12 years is to be able to look at a plate now, and I know what you're eating without you having to track it. So if I can free you from that extra step Mm -hmm. to get you to feel better and get you on a plan that makes you feel like you're supporting your own needs. And then let's say in six months or a few months when you're like, wow, this is just really working and I want more and more education, then that's a time where I could go, hey, yeah, let's together like put this so I can understand on a macro perspective what you're doing and how we could tweak forward. 
So again, I'm not, I'm not anti it though. What I've done in this program is built a system around supporting people without having them to do the work so that it could unfortunately lead to other problems. Yeah. Well, I, I love that you're starting out with, and it's not that you just don't, you don't have any kind of like, you know, eat this, don't eat this, don't eat too much. Like you have, from my understanding of it and just being in the program for a little bit and trying it out myself, it's like, you're wanting high protein, low sugar, like you're encouraging people just to eat real foods that are going to make them feel good. So it's not just eat whatever you want, because you do need, you know, you need to be doing things that are going to work with your body in order to see results. And you want people to get results, but it's not so restrictive, so numbers heavy, which can really weigh people down and just be a lot to take on at once. And I also love that you mentioned that you're asking people to tune into how they're feeling and what makes them feel good. And I think that was one of the biggest shifts for me in really making progress in my health, both in terms of fitness and just weight and just how I ate, it was, okay, yes, I know that certain things work, like a lot less sugar works, um, you, you need to move your body, but it's like, how do I work with me on these things? How do I find things that do satisfy my sweet tooth that maybe are healthy, like berries, like frozen cherry right. right now, you know, working out, I really try to find workouts that I enjoy. So like I'm working with me, not against me. And that really makes such a big difference when it comes to any area that you want to grow in and shift in. Absolutely. When you say that, it reminds me of what I say when people always ask me what exercise to do. My response, my answer, what do you love to do the most? Mm -hmm. Because if that's what you love to do, that's what you'll be consistent. So consistency yeah. over intensity is the way to go. Because that's motivating. When you sh see yourself showing up for stuff, you feel good about yourself. Like that builds trust and love within yourself and you're more motivated to keep going then. Absolutely. I can give you all the tips in the world, though I'm not in your body. And mm -hmm. so you're going to know more than I know, more than any tracking device, no, no matter how experienced a coach is, it doesn't, no one's going to know what's going on in your own body, in your head. And it's a holistic perspective, right? You're, spirit, you're spiritually, physical, logical, financial. Um, my coach talks about this, the holistic perspective, emotional has to all work. Otherwise, if one is lacking, the whole thing could go down. Yeah. So yeah, we are not a no program, though we do say no for now when it comes to, for the 21 days, when it comes to alcohol and added sugar, just for the sake of the reset, because of like what you yeah. said. If, if we can educate people on, and not just educate, but if you can learn how sweet those berries are, mm -hmm. taste buds will change. And in 21 days, you will look so unlikely want whatever the candy is because your taste buds have changed. It's reset. Everything, life in moderation, so important, though it's hard to get people to feel their best when they're putting mm -hmm. something that could make them not feel their best, right? Like, so alcohol, for example, there's pros and cons. The con is that it could suppress your muscle synthesis. And so the next day, actually, it does depress the ability to go then out there and do your workout. Mm -hmm. So 
Wow. Yeah. Yeah. And science has shown that in even a little can cause a little bit of uh, decline when it comes to brain cognitivity later in life. Yes. So the thing about it is, yeah. Do I think that a glass of champagne on my birthday when I'm at the Edition Hotel in LA with my (laughs) best friend? Yes. Mm -hmm. Though what I'm also trying to do is create a culture of inclusivity. And that means that we are, when we go out with We Shred, which you'll experience in Malibu, it is a culture where it's okay to be healthy. Mm -hmm. So if you want to choose the mocktail that doesn't have the simple syrup that looks like a cute mocktail without the added alcohol, that's okay too. And we go out with groups of people that do want to drink and that's their choice too. And the only difference is one has a straw, one has two. So we all feel included and we're having a great time. I love that. I feel like there's so much pressure to be doing what everybody else is doing. And I think it's just codependency that I don't think like the previous generation and a lot of people even like our age a decade ago even knew what codependency was. And I think we're realizing that. And it's like, no, actually like we can all be ourselves and we can make decisions for ourselves. And the more confident we are in ourselves and empowered we are in ourselves, the less we're going to need somebody else to be doing what we're doing. And it's just, yeah, I just, it's so healthy to be creating that kind of culture where people can really do what is right for them. Cause we're all so different and what's right for one person in the moment might be different for another person. What I love is this new generation from what I'm hearing is that they are interested in educating themselves and they're not just always going with the social norms. And I mean, think back and my grandfather would have turned 95 this, uh, this Saturday and he was smoking, smoking packs, (laughs) you know, smoking every day. It was cigarettes and then it was tobacco and all that. And now with education, we make a decision for ourselves of whether or not that's healthy for ourselves. Mm-hmm. So I think that education is the power. It's your choice. It's your body. I will tell you things that like exercise, when you're exercising, research has also shown that you're adding gray matter into the brain. That's the opposite of alcohol. That leads to anti-aging. Mm-hmm. And so positive stress, just like when you go to a meditation and have an amazing sound bath, like what we're doing. I'm going to the spa tonight. <laughs> um, <Hey>. Yeah. Thursday <laughs> <Here. laughs> night. So, and we're doing a, you know, a sound bath this Sunday. And just as those things are so important because you can regulate your cortisol levels. And that's what we Shred is all about is sustaining your hormone levels throughout the day so yeah. that you feel sustained. And that's why we plan the hundred ounces of water. That's how, that's why we plan the hundred grams of protein whether it be a vegan source or not a vegan source, it's still going to help your hormone level with protein and fiber so that you don't go, <laughs> and then the spikes, the roller coasters, your mood is attached with it. When mm-hmm. you're going, ah, and then you're crashing real down, real hardcore down because your insulin's you know, in your blood to put all that blood sugar back into the cells. What we're just trying to do is normalize so that we can do all those amazing things that we want to do without crashing ourselves. I love this reframe that you've done kind of even circling back a little bit to the 21 day period with no added sugar and no alcohol. And just, I'm noticing just everything that you're saying that you guys do in your program 
is you're explaining to me how it supports your hormone levels or your brain health, which we know both of those actually very directly impact our mood, our mental health, how we feel and show up. And so I love that you're, it's not from restriction because uh, I am very careful with restricting myself in any way now after having had an eating disorder for so long that was so bad, but this is different and it's a reframe and it's not a, I'm restricting myself. It's a, it's, I'm going to reset because this stuff is helping me feel my best in the long term. And that shift of what can I do to support me and my health long term, I think is it's just, yeah, it's so different when you're like, and, and, and it's true. It really is true. When I don't have a reset here and there with sugar and or alcohol, like it just, it just, you start having more and more and more. And it's just like a downward spiral. And I totally feel the same way that reset, even if it's a couple of days where I'm just like no added sugar or, you know, take a week or two off drinking. It's all of a sudden, like you're saying, those berries taste so much sweeter and you're just resetting yourself to a healthy level because it really does support. I feel so much better when sugar and alcohol are minimal in my diet. And the better I feel, the better I manifest, the better I am able to show up for other people, my job, and then the happier I am. I give you so much credit, Jordan, for sharing our number one value and we share is transparency. And I think that there's so many things that people think about, but don't talk about. And then luckily, you know, on a one-on-one call, things will come up. So that share that you just shared right now is going to help a lot of people. I think that when we try to change the mindset from I can't have this to I want to opt in for this. Mm-hmm. So instead of saying no to the added sugar, it's it's not even it's not the that. The wording is I'm so excited to reset and to enjoy the nature's sweetness. Mm-hmm. And so if you really try to focus on what we're opting in for, which is focusing more on the feeling, which is, you know, once you get through the, and you're realizing, wow, I just I keep feeling so much better. And then you wake up and you're going for that and you go to bed at night going, do I want this or do I want to get, wake up and feel amazing? And so focusing on how you feel is something that we really try to talk about. We always talk about what was, what's your why? And so many people come up to me and they're, their why is because they've they've sacrificed like years for having kids and their body and they're just trying to catch up. And then it's harder to be obviously a woman, right? Yeah. And so, or even as a man, business. So much by our appearance. People are so much harder on women's bodies than they are men's. And we have hormones. So we do have to uh, hold some extra fat around our organs and we have to control. <laughs> Too. Yeah. I'm always like, if you got hips, you got thighs, then hopefully you got a booty and got hips. It's something to be amazing for. Don't worry about getting lower in that area. But honestly, yeah, if I throw men on this quickly, I, they shred quick. They will shred quick because think of hunter and gatherers long time ago. They're going to go hunt. They're going to do some intermittent fasting. Right. <laughs> and so then oh, they're going to, right. Yeah. But everything's a little bit different for women. And so you know, it's going on the scale and going, okay, well, yeah, I gained three pounds, but okay, no worries. That's probably just my period. You know, it's constant. And so I think in general, having the support group really does help because there are so many layers and having someone to help you so that you don't get in your own head and you trust the process and you remind yourself, why did I do this? To gain confidence. 
Mm. Can I do this? Because I want to feel like me again. Why do I want to do this? Because I know if I do this, I can open up space to do create that company that I want to create, but there's something holding me back. Mm -hmm. So yeah, and to finish off my point about sound bath and meditation, how important that is, it research is showing as well that positive stress builds emotional resilience. And so sometimes when you're lifting at the gym and you want to put it down, but you're going you know, I just did this with my trainer that coaches me coaches, right? So even though I'm in training, totally, totally. I love, oh my gosh, I love <laughs> coached so much. I'm like, yeah, keep, keep me going. Life. Right. And um all need support. No human. Support. So I love the fact that I can when I'm telling myself, yes, I can. No, I and you so what I'm saying is when you're in workouts and you're telling yourself, yeah, I can probably hold, hold this plank for 10 more seconds that I can, I can, that, that constant, I can mantra in your head that resonates to emotional resilience after the workout. Yes. And oh so, my gosh. I love right? bringing this up. Cause I, I joined Equinox about two and a half ish months ago, three months ago. Um, and I've been working out pretty consistently now for like the last two years. Um, it really helps dating somebody who is an, a fitness trainer or was a fitness trainer and was a pro soccer player just being around which again I guess ties back into the importance of community you become like who you're with but I yeah I've been good about working out but I've definitely gotten more and more intense gradually and especially the classes equinox the instructors and I'm sure it's the same at Barry's and I just haven't tried a lot of the boutique workout um, classes as much as I've tried stuff at like pure bar or equinox and the mindset stuff and just realizing like I've been pushing myself a little bit more each time I'm doing precision run twice a week. And I have felt so empowered. I left our class Saturday feeling on top of the world. And just like, I realized it's helped me become more disciplined in my work. Just being able to work from home has been a whole entire, you'd think I'd be used to it. Cause I started before the pandemic being an influencer. I've been working from home for like six years now, but it's still, it struggles, especially adding in another partner and a cat living with you. And I've just noticed my focus is better and I'm more empowered because it's reinforcing this thing. Like I can do hard things. Uh, I think Lennon Doyle says that that's her. I think we can do hard things as her podcast or something. But I remember that was one of the things I really took away from her book is just this training ourselves and feeling safe, pushing ourselves to do hard things, not for the sake of it, but hard things that will help our future selves. And I just, yeah, I'm, I'm so glad you brought that up because I've been actually just really enjoying seeing and observing the impact of showing up and pushing myself like in my own life. First off the perks of dating the former trainer or the current trainer slash tenant great perks great perks um, <laughs> I had a personal drink you guys get a really <laughs> fabulous workout on valentine's and then you also go to the and then you also go to the spa um Ooh, yeah spa. we have dinner you know, plans, but oh I already have my nails and my massage scheduled <laughs> so yeah because you need to take yourself on a date totally oh, yeah. so you, you take yourself out couple of things that you said that really, really resonated. One, that quote, I need to write that down. Uh, the quote I just gave to you, consistency over intensity, mm -hmm. that one is from our team registered dietitian. And she's just so knowledgeable. And she does say, the one thing is, again, don't, don't worry about so much intensity. 
think about how these little habits in your routine, if you just like have this water bottle that has 40 ounces and have two of those a day, the littlest things will add up. So when it comes to what you just talked about, which is self-love and doing what you want to do and what to do, you know, I get this question all the time. It's, you know, what I do is I wake up and my meditation is I go on a spiritual walk. And I do it on my treadmill because I have to do it really early. I woke up at 4.30 today. Oh, as, girl. Well, here's the thing. As you know, <laughs> as you know, because in our, where we are now, because of COVID and because everything is digital, there is no off switch unless we, we for me, I have an alarm clock and I shut down my phone at 7.30 so that I can wake up and I can have my, uh, I, I call it my God walk where I, I walk on my little treadmill. It's a walking treadmill and I sing the song. So that makes me happy. And it makes me like, Aww. yeah, it just makes me, I look at outside. I have a beautiful view in San Francisco and I just think, oh my gosh, uh, I think singing for me also, even though I'm not a good singer, but just feel bad for my neighbor. If she can hear me. Anything that makes you like wake up. And if it's like a podcast, maybe it's a dirty podcast. Maybe I don't know what it is. But um, yeah, again, it's personal. It's finding what really lights you up and gets you feeling good. It's all it's all about. Yes, but it really starts there and then shutting down and having, for me, it's like, okay, then I know at my lunchtime, I'm going to hit the gym. Usually it's the gym for me, um, but at least I can just get in something, anything. It doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Could be a variety of different methods um, of what of, of strength, of whatever that looks like. It doesn't mean you have to have weight. Yoga, Pilates, that's strength. What you're doing in your precision class, that's amazing. Though it's just breaking up your day so that you're like, can can go back and reset, drink your water, eat your healthy food, and then work more. And then you hopefully get a shutdown. And that's the number one thing that I'm trying to help people with right now because sadly, I don't feel like people just don't have a shutdown. So it's finding that when can we both decide we're going to text like we do this and we shred I'm going to text you and this is going to be my last text and then after this you text me and then we're shutting the phone phone goes off because it's endless I have a business line too and so for so many of for me I just thought I'll just watch my show like Jenny and Georgia or something really just something just in bed but maybe it's reading a book or a podcast or whatever it is but I tell you, if like people are listening to this and there's one thing they can do to start now, creating a healthier routine usually starts with your bedtime routine. I agree with this so much. I tend to have a lot better of a morning the next morning if I had a good wind down the night before. Um, And half of that, I feel like it's just being intentional and choosing to do things to fill my cup and to set myself up for success the next morning. Yeah. You just feel better. And luckily if you have a partner, right, you hopefully can decompress together and then enjoy that time together. Right. Because right now it's like, it's, it's harder. It can be harder if you're then living together, working together. Also, you got a cat. I don't know. I'm sure you're <laughs> extremely happy. I'm not saying you particularly. people listening to this, yeah. you know, it can get a lot when you're working and also uh, coexisting together and also wanting that sacred time together. And then also your me time. Yeah, honestly, I love that you brought that up because that's actually been something that we've really worked really hard to try to find 
what worked for us because we don't always want to go to bed together or wake up together. And we also don't always want to have to be like both of us are highly sensitive and we need alone time. We are very intense feelers. And even just sometimes being in the same room together, we don't have our own thoughts. And I need that. I need that quiet, reflective time by myself. And so does he. And so, yeah, we've really... It, it looks different. We tend to, we try to have a couple of nights where we spend time together in the evening before bed and we'll just maybe spend time like cuddling and, and catching up and then we'll read together and then go to bed. Um, but then we also have nights where we do that completely separately and do our own thing and I'll take a bubble bath. And yeah, it's, it really is. It goes back to, again, like don't look at what anybody else is doing unless it's maybe for ideas or inspiration, but really figure out what do I need? If you can get clear on what you need, to really feel and show up your best. And then if you do have a partner or kids or both or pets or all of it, you know, how do you all work together to have everybody's needs met as best as possible? Yes. Uh, one of our We Shredders that she did the whole year, she did a whole year of We Shred, which means that when she was in Paris and Italy and all oh, wow. over the world, she would still communicate with us. <laughs> Right, because we have our little tracker now. It's yeah. like a diary, right, where she can look back and and anyway, what she told me uh, early on was what we call identify your Achilles heel. This is stemming from my Warrior Woman book. Uh, identifying your Achilles heel, meaning what might make if you have this goal, what might stop you, tends to usually be the closest person with you. Mm -hmm. Because that person's going to love you no matter what. And they also want you to do all the things that they want to do. Like maybe stay up all night and watch the movies all night or whatever it is. And so for her, uh, something that she recognized was when she was consistently having her meals at 10, 1, 3, 6. So 10 a.m., 1 o'clock, 3 o'clock, 6 o'clock, every single time. Um, it was a reminder for her to have 25 ounces of just a bottle of water and essentially what she learned because she has, she runs, I mean, she's a boss woman. If I know any boss woman, sounds woman, like it. <laughs> she's a boss woman of, of Marin. She's a family, you know, and she has a, and so what she learned was I can still eat my dinner at 6, 6 p.m. And then when my family wants to eat dinner, which could be eight to nine, I can still be with them and I can have my tea and be present. What they want from me is they want my time. Yeah. They don't need me to eat the whatever it is, the things that she's going to make for the kid or whatever. Although she, you know, always tries her best to, you know, but kids are harder, right? They have different preferences. And trust me, I know because my mom has a daycare for 30, 30 years. Mm -hmm. So every single one has different allergy to something right now. But long story short is you recognize that when you go out in these social settings, People just want to, you just got to be you, just be you, do you, they want your time, your light. You it can be feel. more of a light if you are truly being you, you're being authentic to yourself and you're doing what you need for you, not just doing. Yeah. That's honestly one of the biggest things we've worked through in our relationship is that like, and we both realized this, like when Jeff does what Jeff needs to do to feel good for him, not just doing what I'm doing or what I want him to do, he shows up better for me and for himself. And it, yeah, codependency again, it's this idea that we all need to do the same things or be the same. And it just, it actually holds, holds us back from 
truly being able to show up and give our best. It's like going on the plane and not and trying to give that oxygen to somebody that when you need your oxygen mask first to help. And so that woman, Sarah, you know, she lost over 50 pounds post, you know, this is at 56 is um, post menopause. And, uh, you know, I think that when I look up to, I really do, I look up to her. She's been one of my guardians, just an angel. And the way that she's been able to do all this and still give the love to her family and still do all the business. I mean, to the point where she, you know, you don't even know where she'll be in the world on the day. Mm -hmm. uh, you don't know. She might be here. She might be in a different country. We don't know. But one thing that we know is that she's going to wake up early, 30 minutes. She tells everybody in the house, like, this is my dedicated time to pack up my cooler. I'm going to make my espresso. I'm going to do my walk. I'm going to put everything in a cooler so that I'm sustained. Cause this is again, like it doesn't work if you don't eat, it's unlimited amounts of, of there's no um, restrictions here. Unlimited amounts of, especially greens and lean protein. Keep going. I just give her credit because I'm not a mom yet. I don't know if I will be, but I got those eggs in the freezer. So <laughs> <laughs> I love that. <laughs> you, you gave the, I feel like this analogy has been, I've heard it a few times recently, and it's just such a good one about putting the oxygen mask on you first in order to be able to then help other people. And I feel like finally our society, because when I grew up, like it was so glamorized to like be a martyr and put yourself last and put everybody else before you. And, oh, my kids are my life. My, my, my family's my life. They're all first, you know, that, and it's like, that doesn't really work. And we need to put ourselves as our number one priority at, for service. It's not that you're just like, it's all about me, forget everybody else. No, but you, that prioritizing yourself and really filling your cup first so you can pour into other people's cup is how it's supposed to work. You've got to take care of yourself. And so I love that she's figured out how to take care of herself. Just like a role model in this world right now. I mean, because if she can do it, it gives other people that I can do it. Mm -hmm. Though also when you were talking about, <laughs> um, yeah, he has to go to bed at a different time than I got to go to bed and all of that, that's important, right? I think that, you know, it did remind me of something because I used to, yeah, it's a long story, but when I was in a relationship earlier, it was first, let me get into this new routine because this is a new home for me. And so I need to get into used to this home. And so I think I need to, on at that point, I was like, I think I need to go into the guest room first because I go to bed really early and I don't want to keep you up. And I want you to be able to go to bed at whatever time you want to go to bed. So it took, it was about three months transition of me going in the guest room and doing me. And it, it did not sacrifice our relationship because on the weekends we had, and there's so much time in the day. There's like so much time. Yeah. It's just that like I needed to figure out how I can, be in this new home obviously it's a lot easier now in a studio I respect you for no it's all about knowing your needs and something I think that might be harder for women naturally is because I mean just generations and generations of us sacrifice our own needs first so if it's a corporate job and you're pregnant and you you have maybe fortunately maybe you have a leave um and then how to get back that's harder, right? Because you've given your body away first off nine months and then you have a baby and then it, you got to breastfeed. So that's a long time. And then 
you know, it's so common. It's so sad. I'm specialized in women. So I'm a women's fitness and nutrition specialist. And they say that 80% of women in America become obese after their first pregnancy because it's just so hard to get back. So like one of the things that can can also happen is what I've seen is that women, you know, like my own mom gave up her career for us. And so, right. And so sadly now, I mean, I'm still trying to retire her from daycare. Though She has the happiest daycare anyway. I'm trying to, I'm getting her out to Mexico after Malibu. But like what I would say to that point of women and sacrificing, it's like embedded in us because it's just so much easier. It's just so much easier. What's the first thing to go? Us, the career. And And how celebrated. Like it has been celebrated. And I think that narrative, it's shifting. And we need to just keep working on shifting it and celebrate women, prioritizing them first. Because then what example are you setting for your kids? Yes. It's just repeating the cycle. So if you're like putting yourself last for your daughter, you're teaching your daughter to then do that to herself with her husband and kids or wife and kids, whatever she might have. And that's just, that's what needs to be broken because I'm seeing moms and other women that I really look up to finding ways to do both. And I am not saying that it's easy and I'm also not a mom. So I haven't even dealt with this stuff yet, but even just the ways I've been really working hard to find this balance in my life of putting myself first while also, yes, women supporting women, supporting other people is so important. Being in service is so important. It's both and, and I feel like watching these other women and in my own life, the more that that balance is found where you do put yourself first and you find a way to do that and fill your cup and then use a lot of that full cup to be of service. Like you just do so much more good and you're so much happier. It just, yeah, it's that to me is the goal to be able to find a way to balance that. Yeah. And it's, I think it starts with us just spreading the word and supporting each other and not shaming Mm -hmm. ourselves or each other. You know, when I think of her, I know that she was a single parent at one point with a baby and I just, her story is unreal. And she got an au pair and she realized I need to create this business. And so one of those things that she did was, which I think could be hard, you know, I'm, again, I'm not a mom, but it can be hard to, or almost maybe you feel selfish to make those choices mm-hmm. that are not dedicated your full on attention and life, though, look at where she is now giving so much more than she could have ever had because she had decided to get some help, right? And so it's it's always okay to ask for help. And there are so many specialists in all those different areas in mindset and nutrition and fitness and training and coaching and business. You know, I think that it takes a tribe. It really does. It takes a tribe. And we just got to keep moving forward. (laughs) Well, I love that, though, because I think, you know, from what you've been sharing, the figuring out what works for you and a focus on wellness and nutrition and what works for you working with yourself, not being restrictive in a negative way, um, but finding a way to reframe any changes you are making so that it's focused on what it's giving you. But also community is another thing that that differentiates We should and your approach to things. And I think community is 
so, so, so important and finding other women. Like I think about me, I felt so selfish and so bad when I finally decided to get divorced. And I would never have gotten there if I did not have women in my life who were really loving on me and supporting me and being there for me and reminding me that I was not being selfish. I was not a bad person because yeah, it just, it's so pervasive, this idea that putting ourselves first, choosing ourselves, doing what we need to do to be our happiest self is selfish. And yes, that line can be crossed, but I think most of us are way on the other line. Like we're, if we're really worried about being selfish, we're probably not being selfish. <laughs> and so community is so powerful in, in really just, yeah, support. I have never taken so many risks in one year you know, after getting divorced and now owning my own business and oh, there's so many things uh, that I'm doing right now that feels scary. It feels risky, though. I always go back to my team. I just said today on our team meeting, we have seven women in our team right now. And I just say, like, it's you guys. It's the it's the tribe. It's the We Shredders. It's them that gives me the strength and the courage to do these things, to keep moving forward, because it is scary. Mm -hmm. And um, so much of the world is still a men's world. And so what I have to do a little bit better job this year is tapping into both my masculine and my feminine. Mm. And so oh, I'm working on this too. I love that you bring this up. <laughs> I feel like, right, you know, this past year, um, you know, I always lean into my feminine because that's who I am. And I always, I'm a big, I think I try to be a big giver. I got that from my dad and, um, and my mom, you know, really just like overly. And so what I need to do now this year is, you know, I um, also need to remind myself, wait, how, if I'm negotiating a contract, for example, uh, with a company, you know, I'm just like, oh yeah, no worries. I'll just, I'll just promote it. Sure. As you know, Jordan, when <laughs> it takes the production, it takes hours. It takes yeah. three people helping me. Yeah, and it's not a selfie that you slap up there. <laughs> it is a full-on production. Oh my gosh. It's some bills that I've produced for brands is to have taken me 10 to 12 hours. Oh yeah. And by the way, they're gorgeous. And I give you all the respect. Yeah. And I think that, you know, sometimes I have to go, wait, if uh, this was sent and it was a man to man, or if this was at a golf course, it would just be like, hey, yeah, bro, like I'm going to rent this space and I'm going to do this deal. And that's how they do it. Right. And that's how guys can do it. The guys can be back like, yeah, this is the price. Like they don't even think twice about charging their worth. No, but we don't even have the space to be able to have these conversations. That's the first thing. We don't have, I mean, I don't know a lot of women that like play golf right now. And I don't know a lot of places that have w groups about conversations like this, which is hopefully what will come after Malibu, this female founders collective that will be amazing. And so beyond nutrition and fitness and we tried though, with fashion, I want you there. I want basically um, the vision is everybody around the world doing what they love to do and getting supported in it. Um, like this has helped me, which is what you're going to be doing in Malibu with Brie. If this is what this is what's helped me, and this is how I do it. And maybe this could help you. And so creating that 
there are tons of groups out there just uh, like rex tables and things like this just not for women that i know of mm -hmm. um and so that's hopefully what we can create in the who knows the what i all i know is because i know we got to wrap this up is one thing i'm going to die with is women supporting women i want that to be my legacy i hope i have no longer attachments to you know i'm gonna have a kids i'm gonna have marriage i'm gonna have this because of what i've gone through in my life I'm just hope I'm just happy to have some purpose as I wake up. I'm grateful to be on this podcast interview. You know, in this little time that we have, like all these little, we're just these little ants, like these little humble people do whatever it is that we can do in this world to help spread, spread the love, empower us to get a little bit more confident and, and do what we all can do to help these next generations that are coming. Yeah. Well, yeah. And I, I really do think that purpose is all about doing something that you love, that you can monetize it is of high service to the world. And I, I just love your heart. You are always eager to help me and help women in any way you can. You always are such a great listener. You just truly deeply care. And I think that's why you have such a successful business here with Reshred and also just, you know, chatting about all of these different core pillars and how, you know, it really is a holistic approach uh, to just being your best self. And I love that there's, it's such a focus on t doing things that work for you, but then movement, which we know is so amazing for our mind and body, nutrition and community and mindset. And I love that. So just to kind of fill you guys in a little bit on this retreat that Erica mentioned, she's running an amazing retreat in Malibu. It's five days. I am so excited because we didn't talk a, a ton on mindset today. So maybe that's for a future podcast. Cause I know that's really big and also a big part of we shred and your core values, but I'm going to be speaking on manifestation and branding at this retreat. And there's a whole, whole, whole list of amazing women. So there's going to be so much mindset support at this retreat, but then also we're going to be moving our bodies. We're going to be eating well. We're going to hang out with amazing like-minded women, all building each other up. Uh, do you want to, do you want to share a little bit more about the retreat and just kind of what's going to be going on for anybody who might be interested? Well, I'm so excited to have you part of it. And I think that what comes, cause this is, I've done this now three times. So this one in particular, I think what comes out of these retreats that are deeper friendships. Mm. Yes, it's networking, which is in my, in my vision of this, we're all at the Calamigas, which is a beautiful, it's a guest ranch in Malibu. It's like a wedding site. You know, did I know I was going to myself another wedding? <laughs> Here we are. Um, <laughs> no, but really, if I have another wedding. I'm like, that place is stunning. <laughs> seriously. Um, and what I vision is all of these little goodie bags with everybody's business cards, like all these uh, uh, people that are coming together to, you know, share maybe, maybe someone ha has an Apple watch company and they want to promote that there, you know, I know someone who has that a few, really this one a little bit is more particular around international women's weekend, which is something I've done really big things at every year. I've spoken in front of 25,000 women at Facebook Instagram, Google, lots of different um, law firms. And this year, I wanted to not hear myself speak. This year, I wanted to hear from speakers 
and people that have 20 plus years of experience in this industry. So female founders and yes, uh, we do have all genders. We have men signed up for this retreat that do want to support us, which I think, you know, men, real men do support women. You should drag him with me. (laughs) So into all this stuff, honestly, because you just, oh my gosh, when you are, you got the movement, you got the, you know, you're eating the right things, you're putting the right things in your mind, you got the right people around you. Life is just so much better. You feel so much better. It's really crazy how simple yet powerful these things are. One thing on that is they've also done research on what attracts people to other people. And one of the biggest things that keeps attraction long going throughout, they've done this in all different kinds of countries is watching that person do what they do well. And Mm -hmm. so, yes, I think you should see you present. I do think, and I, you know, I'm very grateful. Like Aloe is, oh man, Aloe Yoga is really, really supporting us in a big way. And our speakers, I mean, yeah, who's speaking? What are some of the topics? Uh, well, okay. So we have the Aloe head of marketing, Angelique, who I met recently, but also she had heard of me when I was teaching up here in Northern California. And she's excited to hear. And first off, she's speaking in our women's panel with Rachel and me and some other women at Soho House on Thursday. You should all come. We want you all. Okay. We want you to hear and be part of this panel of really just sharing the story, sharing the story. And uh, once you- they've all overcome and and- gotten to where they've gotten totally what it's like to be a woman in business um and then also powerful just hearing another woman for me like I still remember the day I read the bird's papaya she wrote a whole blog post on her divorce like just hearing another woman overcome something that you are currently going through can be just everything that you need at that time to keep going oh been there I've been there (laughs) And there with you, which is probably another reason that we're just naturally connected. Um, Yeah. And then I think on so Friday at the Calamigas, Pivot is coming in. Love to Pivot is the founder of Love to Pivot came from Five Sisters, which is an anxiety treatment center up in Northern California for women. And we've done Pivot retreats. Uh, We tried Pivot retreats up in this beautiful kind of ranch area up in Petaluma and she's incredible. She's, she was once L'Oreal. She was the it couple on Brennan street here on in the Marina, which is where I live. And, and then she went through a crisis and then now she has, is helping so many people. I mean, big people. Um, and in a really, really big ways. I mean, she saved, she's, God for me saved my life and my mom and, and her. And um anyway, when I was going through that divorce, I didn't know if I could get back into the whole work with your ex thing, but here I am. And uh maybe we maybe here we are. And anyway, breakups, yeah. She's gonna share um a little bit about that. Bex Urban, she's a legend, okay, in Northern California. Um she's if you experience her yoga, it's it stems from a magnitude of different formats, 
though what I also hope to bring in my booty build a booty class which is kind of like a mix of all the things I've been teaching in my life everything you can think of it's fun yeah it's fun and then other speakers oh we're having the challenge athletes foundation a story um with one of their challenge athletes so that's someone that has lost a limb got back to her sport you know because it's harder to get back after you've lost a leg or two or arms and how do you do that and then you know insurance pays for that hospital stay but then what else you know and anyway it's like while we're doing all this movement and getting our emotion out in motion um which is what my friend always says it's also to you remind us that we are grateful to have the fingertips. We're grateful to have the toes. Oh my gosh. Gratitude is so important. And I really think we do take so much for granted. And every time I walk outside and see somebody who's homeless, like it just brings me back to like, oh yeah, I am so freaking lucky and blessed to have a home, to have a roof over my head, all the food and water that I could possibly want or need. And then again, so much more beyond that. But I love that that reframe there just to to take a second to hear from somebody who really has figured out how to do all the things without that limb that most of us are so lucky to have. Yeah, she made us cry last year. One of their challenge athletes, her story was unbelievable. Kind of like the Bethany Hamilton, you know, the oh, surfer. Yeah, Man, that one really inspired me too. Anyway, so then also on Saturday, that's you and Brie, which is build a brand, build a business, manifesting money. Like we do want to help women know something that you did for me, Jordan, is here's my rate sheet. Is this okay? Is, you know, it's it's nice to have someone look it over. Mm-hmm. And it's really just, Brie has created so many different brands and she's the woman behind me in my business and I'm so grateful for her and so I'm excited for you guys to do your thing uh we're gonna build a booty build a booty build (laughs) build a (laughs) booty booty and a brand (laughs) and and a a budget (laughs) and a budget and so we can keep thriving because remember the holistic perspective financial and then uh Sunday will be really special at the Aloe House in at the Aloe Palisades. So after we do a hike there, we're having, I'm not going to announce this because me and Jordan are going to talk about who is going to be part of leading that piece. Mm-hmm. And then we'll be finishing up at the Santa Monica proper, having an amazing celebratory. We did it. So it's, again, I've done it now about three times. And every time I do it, I go, God, I, I go home and I feel so good. Mm-hmm. I feel like, whoa, this is, so many other trips that you, you come back and you're like, oh gosh, I got to reset after that. This is like, whoa, I just did a lot of movement. I feel amazing. I ate really well. I'm ready to conquer the world. I feel alive. I feel like now within the amount of people I just met in my network, I'm capable of anything. Mm-hmm. And I took away because I was lit. I was like literally sleeping with these people overnight I can see what they're doing and now they were able to shut off or if they're using this creamer or that creamer the littlest things how do they get that water in uh did they have the spray tan at shade because my shade girl might even be coming there now my spray tan girl might be even coming which is well you are just magnetic so that makes sense you you really do just tend to bring women along and like 
elevate them into just this, yeah, amazing mindset and you spread joy, like positivity. So I, I'm not surprised that every woman you meet is like, kind of like, Oh wait, I want to join. I mean, thank you. I, I do hope that being that this month is all about self-love and Galentine's Valentine's is around the corner. Um, we are hoping is that we can get a good crew. Again, this is not really for me to make money off of. This is to create a, an amazing community of like-minded individuals to get together, feel alive, mm -hmm. and we'll see what happens. Yeah. When you get together with this, this kind of crew, uh, only good is to come. Honestly, though, it's so true. And I, you know, alone time is so important, but so is time with other women who are going to empower and inspire you. Even you and I, after our phone conversations and Allison, who you introduced me to, like, I always feel so good and so supported and empowered every single time I engage with you guys. And that is just as cup filling as that alone time that you need to, to have to date yourself and to be really, you know, working on that relationship with yourself. It's really both. Um, and I'm so excited for this retreat, like beyond excited. It's all my favorite things. Just, yeah, mindfulness, mindset, movement, fun, networking, just such a great combination. So I guys, I'm going to have all of the details for this retreat in the show notes. And I'll obviously have Erica's social media and her website linked. If you have any questions about Reshred, they can just DM you or email you or the retreat. Absolutely. Uh, set up a call with me. I'm pretty open um, as far as my 15 minute calendies. That's usually how what I do with people. I think that's maybe even how we started talking. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. It was, it was, they're like, look at Calendly. We need to catch up soon. And I was like, okay. Because it was nice to follow up with you after that, after that just random but perfect meeting up at the Santa Monica. And now it's crazy <laughs> back there. And yeah, I guess like, full circle. We're gonna end up and celebrating the end of this beautiful retreat together at the proper again. The, the same proper, the correct proper. <laughs> the same rooftop. And uh okay, last little fun fact that we'll end on because um I told you the first number one thing to keep attracting and keep attraction between you and that other partner. Um obviously this goes to all genders and all and all sexualities. The second thing that keeps them people super attracted is, can you guess? Seeing you be your best self. That's number one. And then the second one is. Oh, oh, that's tied to number one. Okay. What's the second one? I'm so curious. Second one is the space, like watching them like at a party or on Instagram, the girls are going out, they're having fun. Oh my gosh, she's so independent. She doesn't need me. That's like, mm -hmm. I want her more. <laughs> I think that, you know, I had to remind myself because, you know, especially when you're in, um, you know, in, in this stage where you're living and doing and working on top of each other, that sometimes it is good to take a little girl's trip for your, for, for your relationship as well. Totally. So, you have your own life. I don't care if you're married, dating, engaged, you still need to have your own sense of self and your own life to a degree, even if you are building a life together with another person. And I feel like the times when I've lost sight of that and let that other person become my world are the times the relationship got really toxic and or crashed and burned. And I was not in a good place and not happy 
Cause like you can't find your happiness in somebody else. Money can add to your happiness because the things it buys travel, all that, but you can't create the happiness from those things. You have to create it within yourself and build a life that you truly love. And so I, I do love that. I totally agree. I appreciate you, Jordan. I used to have a podcast and know how much actually work goes and and is involved in this. And so you've taken a lot of time in your day and I really do want to say, I see you. I appreciate you. I am so excited to spend the weekend with you because I just want to, every time we talk, I want to, I want to honestly just spend more time together. Uh, so, so I'm excited. I'll see you in a couple. What? Yeah. Oh my gosh. In a month. I'll be seeing you in a month. Oh yeah. The retreats in early March guys. Thank you, Erica. I receive the love and the compliments and working on receiving more feminine energy. Um, but yeah, I will have everything linked. Also, I have a coupon code that you gave me. So I will also put that in the show notes. And again, any questions I'll have Erica's socials linked in the show notes and yeah, you guys can reach out to her or me or both. And I hope that we see you guys at the retreat. Absolutely. And, and I appreciate you for sharing, spreading the love. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm like, I want I want cool people to be there and for women to get a lot out of this because I know I get a lot out of my time with you and yeah, the things I've learned from you. So thank you for being on the podcast. Thank you for your time and just sharing your energy, your wisdom, your love, your story. I, I appreciate it. I'll see you in LA at the proper or at the Malibu. <laughs> see you there. All right, take care. Bye guys. Bye.